Karen is the proven expert in addiction treatment. A recent independent study showed that 94% of Karen patients were still in recovery 90 days post-treatment. Visit CARON.org slash real. Karen, real results, real care, real about recovery. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Fantasy Football Addicts podcast. As always, I am your co-host, Mung. I'm the Los. Welcome back to the Addicts podcast for this episode, which will revolve around your San Francisco 49ers. Yes, sir. We are continuing with the NFC West in our quick snaps. Quick snaps, quick snaps, 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 And uh, Los and I were discussing prior to uh, recording this podcast how there's really just a lot of sadness in San Francisco right now. There's not a whole lot to talk about, is there? Oh, how the mighty fall. What was it, three years ago they were in the Super Bowl against the Ravens, or was it four years? Yeah, three years. Uh, One play away, kind of like the Seahawks. Yeah, sort of like that in a sense, yeah. But um, the Seahawks have not fallen off. The Seahawks are another Super Bowl contender yet again, where the San Francisco 49ers are a bottom of the league first uh, first overall contender this year. Yeah, if you, uh, if you missed our segment on the Seahawks, uh, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that. Um, but let's get into the Niners then. Yep. Um, so with Frank Gore departing to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, sure. second year running back Carlos Hyde finally has that opportunity to step up. Um, but unlike how we were so excited when kendall hunter and lamichael james were there we were saying oh old man gore's only got another year left at the most and then you know one of these guys is going to take over now i'm not so sure that i want this you know the san francisco 49ers running back what do you think i mean that's what happens when you take away frank Gore, put carlos hyde in the starting spot and then go and sign somebody that touched the ball about 150 times last year in Reggie Bush. Uh, Carlos Hyde, to me, is, I think they see him as a two-down sort of back, and that is not a running back one, of course, in any fantasy league. No, definitely not. I think Carlos Hyde, for me, is a low-end running back, too. Yeah, he's one of those muddled middle sort of guys where if you catch some fire and he takes off, that's great. But he's distinctly at the bottom of that pack of, uh, of people in that muddled middle. I think that the the one pro I can really say for Carlos Hyde is that they there have been talks about uh, the new offensive coordinator um, saying that they're going to let Colin Kaepernick run a little bit more. And anytime you have a quarterback that you know can threaten to get downfield with his feet, uh, that's always going to help the running back a little bit. Right, that's true. And the other the other positive is they probably won't score many points, but somebody has to do it, and it might be Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I think Reggie Bush is going to be relegated more to that change of pace or third down role as a pass catcher. Um, you know, over quickly, over under on 1,000 yards rushing for Carlos Hyde this year. 1,000 yards sounds like a much better accomplishment than it is, but if you calculate it out, it's about 70 yards a game. Um, so I'm going to give it an under, but it's going to be pretty darn close. Um, over, under, on five touchdowns. Oh, boy. Um, well, last year, Frank Gore had four, and Carlos Hyde also had four. 
So I was going to say over, but with Reggie Bush there to take the receiving uh, running back touchdowns, and five's a great set uh, point. I'm I'm going to take even money at five. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, I don't don't foresee a ton of touchdowns for him either way. Yeah. Um, So Reggie Bush, too, uh, I want to bring up because I do think that he's an interesting late round running back in a PPR league. I do think that he's got running back three, running back four status. He could catch a lot of balls because the the 49ers defense isn't what it used to be, and they're going to be playing catch up quite a bit. No, I completely agree. Um, Now, that said, they did not throw the ball much to their running backs at all last year. Um, Frank Gore, let's see, had 19 targets. Carlos Hyde had 16 targets, but neither of them is Reggie Bush. Um, They will get the ball more to him in open space, and I completely agree. He's going to be somebody that people aren't thinking about when they when they're targeting, you know, those those PPR grade running backs. They're going to be looking at C.J. Spiller. They're going to be looking at maybe Shane Vereen. I think Reggie Bush is a good name that's going to slide in under the rug on a lot of people. Yeah, and I think part of the reason uh, the running backs last year didn't really get a whole lot of targets was as a result of Greg Roman being the offensive play caller. Right. Um, you know, nobody really knows what Jim Tom Sula and Jeep Christ are going to do uh, in, with the new regime, but, you know, they certainly can't target the running back less than they did before. Oh, absolutely not. Impossible. But that said, even when you put in a drastic change in your offense, these players all have to learn this, you know, all have to learn this new system. And it takes a little bit of adjustment. You know, yeah. NFL football players aren't typically the brightest of the batch for whatever reason. Uh, might be all those head on collisions that might have something to do with it. Um, that said, I, I do think that I would be relatively happy with Reggie Bush as my RB three in a PPR league. If I can grab him and say the 10th, 11th round. Yeah, if you're getting getting him that late, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, I think he's going to have similar value to Shane Vereen wherever you put him. Yeah, I'm actually we'll, – we'll talk about Vereen later, but that's an interesting comparison because I don't think that Bush has, is quite as explosive, but I also do think that he's got more opportunity. Right, absolutely. All right, uh, do we even need to talk about Kendall Hunter or Mike Davis? I think they've become afterthoughts now. I think only one of them is probably going to make the team. It's it's hard when you have yet that 53-man uh, cap to let so many running backs make the team. Four is usually your limit um, with most teams, I think, only holding three because I don't think either of these guys have had that much uh, contribution on the special teams. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up really quickly because, you know, I'm in a couple of dynasty leagues and there's been a little bit buzz that Mike Davis might actually steal the starting job away from Carlos Hyde. And I think that's ludicrous. I, I don't think there's any chance of that Ludo. happening this year. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, he's a deep, he's worth a deep stash for sure. Absolutely. Anytime you've got a young running back that's, that's going to try and take over the reins for a team, you never know what's going to happen. How many great, quote-unquote, young running backs have come in, grabbed the ball, and then absolutely faltered and fell out of the league after two, three years? Beanie Wells, anybody? Yeah, I think in general I'm going to be staying away from the Niners running game. Uh, just one last quick note. They also did... Uh, lose Mikey Potty to the Arizona Cardinals and he was such a good run blocking left tackle and he really kind of anchored down that line right the right tackle's gone too I think right yeah they had a lot of losses on offense and defense and that just makes me nervous because 
uh, you know, regardless of how talented a player is, at the end of the day, if the if the entire team is sort of falling apart, there's only so much they can do. Mm-hmm. And as as a caveat on Reggie Bush, um, he has the opportunity to put these numbers up. Nobody says he's going to do it for sure. He's 30 years old. He's been moved around a few different teams now, and people don't typically get moved from team to team if people have that much faith in them. Sure, sure. Um, so let's move on to another old guy here. Uh, let's talk about Vernon Davis really quick. Yeah, good Vernon. He he used to be, you know, perennially one of the top uh, tight ends coming off the board. That has not been the case in years now. Is he even worth owning anymore? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I think he's a waiver wire pickup. Um, I don't. I wouldn't even draft him in like the fifteenth round. Yeah, I I wouldn't look to own him whatsoever. There's far too many young guys that aren't even being talked about by anybody that I think have far more upside. Tyler Eifert, I think, has tons of upside. I haven't seen him really listed anywhere as a guy to go after. Oh, well, you brought up uh, Eifert. He's definitely on my uh, sleeper candidates list. But uh... yeah, how, how can he not be? Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to Eifert when we talk yeah, about the Bengals. I'm, I'm I don't want to get too sidetracked here. I'm just giving an here. example of reasons that Vernon Davis should not be a guy that you're targeting. Sure, sure. Even a guy like Clive Wolford in Oakland, he might get sure. a lot of garbage time touches. And, you know, I'd take yeah. him over Vernon Davis right now. Yeah, Man, taking an There's Oakland a... tight end over a uh, Niners tight end a couple of years ago, that would have seemed just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, geez. Uh, well, there were there was a lot of value in Niners players, even quarterback Colin Kaepernick was a very highly touted guy. He came into the league. Uh, I think his first game was against the Bears. I remember it was either his first or second, but he came in and it, it was his first because apart. Smith it was disgusting. Uh, was concussed. Yeah, Alex Smith. Yep. Um, you know what? Let's let's talk about Kaepernick then. Sure. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people are down on him and rightfully so. He's shown that there are definitely still holes in his game. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been buzz that he's been, you know, working with a lot of quarterback coaches in the offseason to improve, you know, his passing, his decision making, whatever it might be. Uh, so let, let's play a quick uh, quarterback game sure. uh, rankings wise. And let, let, let's go with, you know, where where do you see Colin Kaepernick falling? I'm going to list off, you know, the obvious guys that are going to go ahead of him. Right. We got Rogers, Luck, Wilson, Manning. Big Ben, Breeze, Matty Ice, Tony Romo, um, and then Cam Newton, Ryan Tannehill. You know, are you disagreeing so far? Tom Brady. Brady, sure. Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Stafford. Here's, here's where I it gets st- into I, the gray area, I guess. Yeah, now now we're de- deep in the gray area for sure, but I still take them over him. Stafford I still have over him. Um, so j- just for the record, right now we're at about 15 already. Right. So what about Joe Flacco? I think Kaepernick's legs give him the edge, even though we haven't seen much of him lately. Okay, so you don't buy that Trestman coming in is going to boost Flacco's value that that much? I think it will, but I still don't see Flacco as a guy I want on my team. Okay. Uh, what they're about- close, though. They're close. They're So they're similar guys in that they're both guys that mm, they're different in that I think Flacco is going to be overrated going into drafts, but I think Kaepernick is going to be underrated going in drafts, and I think they both have decent top 12 upside if everything goes right for them. Sure, it's just that Kaepernick's name is mud right now. Right. Oh, it's it's absolute garbage and, right and now. Flacco has been getting a little bit of hype with the Trestman signing. 
Yeah, that's that's a little much hype for me. He's never really shown anything in the regular season. But if I mean, if we were playing a fantasy season full of playoff games, sure, he might be the guy to own. He might be the only guy to own. So what about this? Would you take? Would you rather take a chance on Sam Bradford or Kaepernick? For me, it's Bradford. Okay, I definitely agree there. I think that's you know top five upside right there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. What about Carson Palmer when he was actually? you know, not injured last year, points per game during that that stretch of healthy games. He was actually a mid-end QB1. Yeah, this, I mean, this is part of the point where, where Kaepernick has, has potential to crack top 12. There's so many guys down here that have that just have the potential to play really, really well. That's why there's no reason to jump on quarterback early. Uh, I absolutely agree. So what about what about the guy that he usurped? I know that everybody hates on Alex Smith, but he, he's, you know, he is consistent if 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 nothing else he's very consistent but for me alex smith just isn't a guy that's even worth worth going after late as your quarterback two or anything he shouldn't be owned in any leagues to me but okay uh and personally for me i'll take teddy bridgewater over kaepernick yeah i agree also okay so he's about so, so we're doing 18. a lot of agreement here how about Jameis winston i just don't think that you know Winston every okay I'll put it this way obviously now at this point we're talking about two quarterback leagues right yeah I mean let's put it this way every year the NFL gets a little bit more pass heavy and so there's definitely opportunities each year for a rookie quarterback to break records and and do very well Um, and I do think that Winston has the talent and he has the weapons around him to put that all together however I will still take Kaepernick Okay. To me, it's close. I'm not, I'm not positive what my answer is there. Sure. Um, you know, and as you mentioned, you know, we're getting into super flex two QB league territory here, but I, I would be very happy with Kaepernick, uh, as my quarterback too, in, in such a league. Sure. Oh yeah. Just his, ru- his rushing upside. And the, some, like I said before, somebody has to score points for the 49ers. Why not Colin Kaepernick? Now well, I think oh. we've avoided the gigantic gorilla in the room just by not bringing his name up. But Colin Kaepernick or your own Jay Cutler? Uh, you know, I guess I'll go Cutler. But you know what? Scratch that. I'll, I'll take Kaepernick over Cutler in fantasy. I think the weapons Cutler has around him elevates him over Kaepernick for me. Well, I want to I wanna bring up a stat real quick, and I think I've mentioned it before. Sure. Um, but uh, if you notice, well, let me just read off these stats real quick. So QBA uh, rushed for, he had 104 attempts for 639 yards and one rushing touchdown. Okay. And QBB had 118 rushing attempts, 849 rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns. Uh, at, at At a glance, which one is Colin Kaepernick? And can you guess who the other is? How many yards did you say for the second one? Uh, Eight hundred and forty-nine. And how many? Tu- wait, how many touchdowns? Six. Okay, there's only two people. It can be. Um, I know Russell Wilson had six touchdowns, um, but it could also be. I don't know how many Cam Newton had, so that could also be him. But I feel like Newton. I don't know. Well, you're... I think the first one is Kaepernick, though. Yeah, so you, you're correct. The second one with the six touchdowns was Russell Wilson. Okay. 
Uh, but I just want to point out that, you know, speaking of Cam, he had 103 rushing attempts. So one, just one fewer than Kaepernick. Kaepernick, yeah. Um, and he actually had fewer yards, 539, but he had five touchdowns. Wow. See, that's a touchdown differential. And how that that's that's a good point to say that Kaepernick can sh- show a lot of bounce back this year. Right. And that's what I'm saying, that his upside is still so high. And I, I right. actually think that the part of the reason he didn't have those opportunities is because Harbaugh and uh, Greg Roman really wanted to restrict his rushing for whatever reason. And I think that if the new regime is going to turn him loose, I think he's got that QB one upside. Yeah, like I said, top 12 upside, but there's so many quarterbacks this year with that similar upside. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in the camp where I'd totally be okay waiting on quarterback. And a great thing there, if you're if you're believing in Kaepernick, you're going to be able to wait a bajillion rounds for him. Yeah, and I think whatever weaknesses you're going to have at quarterback, you're going to more than make up at you know wide receiver and running back depth. Oh, definitely. That's that's part of my strategy in waiting on quarterback is that you can lock in some really solid options if any of your guys go down. Sure. I mean, how many running back ones emerge from waiver wire picks every year? You know, Jeremy Hill and uh, well, not waiver wire, but, you know, very late round picks. Well, Justin Forsett was waiver wire. Forsett, uh, CJ yeah. Anderson. You know, yeah. think about that. I mean, it's hard to predict those, but, you know, that's why you want as many of those lottery tickets as you can get. That's right. All right, so I think we've we've exhausted the uh, topic of Colin Kaepernick. Excuse me. Yeah, I think we've probably covered Kaepernick for the most that any fantasy football podcast or article will this preseason <laughs> whatsoever. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but that's why you come to us because you're fantasy football addicts just like us. That's why. Uh, that's why we do these quick snaps and break it down. In quick depth. snap. Quick snap. 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 All right, let's uh, let's move on to his receiving weapons then. Um, Anquan Bolden and Torrey Smith. Right. Um, upgrade from last year, downgrade from last year. What do you think? I think uh, Torrey Smith is an upgrade. Uh, the question remains is... Are you sure you think he's an upgrade? Because you are a big Michael Crabtree guy. Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, we all mm. have to admit our mistakes at some point. And I, oh. I will be the first to say... Um, Yes, I was a Michael Crabtree addict. Um, I am. I have since uh, gone to rehab. No, you have more than you would have. You can just stick right on him. He's in Oakland now. He's got that young upstart quarterback who is really, really mediocre, and uh, he's just got the rookie to compete for catches with. He'll beat the rookie out for sure. You know, I we'll we'll talk about Crabtree when we get to the Raiders, and I I do still have some hope for him, but. <laughs> Let's uh, mm. let's talk about Tory and Anquan. A lot of hope for a sorry receiver like Crabtree, <laughs> but yeah, Tory Smith came over from the Ravens. Uh, Anquan Bolden sitting pretty. Uh, I'll let you start. You're a Bolden well, guy. No, let me just ask you this real quick. Um, sure. Let's say both are available to you, and let's say you mm-hmm. already have, let's say Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson as your current wideouts, and both. Bolden, you took a Is bunch it, of running backs, quarterback, whatever, and both Bolden and Tory are available to you in round seven or eight. Which would okay. you rather have? Is this a PPR league or a standard league? Well, you know, say both, I guess. In a PPR league, I want Anquan Bolden. In a standard league, I also want Anquan Bolden. Okay. And I think I'll be able to get good value because Torrey Smith's name is bigger. Anquan Bolden is older. He'll probably get Bolden later than Smith, and I think he'll have a better season. 
I think you took the words right out of my mouth. I think yeah. that uh, I think both are on the cusp of wide receiver three, wide receiver four territory. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that they're the sort of guys that no one's going to be excited when you take them, but they can provide decent depth for you. I mean, nobody's going to be mad that you took them because everybody will, will be waiting the same amount of time for him. Colin Kaepernick last year threw the ball 29th fewest, well, I guess fourth fewest in the league, but uh -huh. Anquan Bolden still amassed 130 targets. Yeah. I think that, you know, Kaepernick really likes to lock on his number one target. And I don't see Torrey Smith taking over that role over Bolden because Bolden's just that scrappy guy who, you know, you know, you can get it to him on third down. He'll fight for that extra yard to get the first. Yeah, completely. He's, he's a, he's a receiver that, knows the game very well he used to be a top flight receiver when he was with larry fitzgerald having three touchdown games and whatnot every other week um not every other but yeah, hyper he's hyperbole people Steve come on smith light yeah um but a big problem i'm gonna see for tory smith is that he's gonna be the guy that pops the top off for for bolden to get some space but Kaepernick is not nearly as accurate with the deep ball as joe flacco and that's where all of smith's uh value came with him last year having i think it was 11 touchdowns on these deep targets that he's just not going to be able to connect on with kaepernick as well yeah i think uh who was it um was it brandon lafell no um who am i thinking of that was the third wide out last year steve johnson yes um him but also brandon lloyd Yes, Brandon Lloyd. Sorry, I got sure. my Brandon L's confused. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, I, I remember watching uh, a, a couple of the Niners games, and Brandon Lloyd had gotten way, way open deep downfield, and Kaepernick either, either just didn't see him or he just horribly overthrew or underthrew him. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's part of the problem that Torrey Smith's you know owners are going to run into that you're never going to know which games i mean it was always an issue not knowing which games he was going to go off right but even more so now you know kind of all the stars have to line up for smith to even be a wide receiver three yeah i completely agree and that's that thing with brandon lloyd is completely well reflected in his statistics 21 yard per catch average the highest the highest on the team for wide receivers, but then 14 receptions in 35 targets. And Brandon Lloyd was fourth option on the team. If he was thrown to him, he was completely wide open. Everybody forgot about him on the field. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't think we really need to touch on Bruce Ellington or any of the other guys. I, I think they're interesting, but not for they're not going to win out any of the jobs over Anquan Bolden or Torrey Smith, right? No, they just signed Smith for big money. Um, in terms of Smith's uh, fantasy value, his dynasty value has dropped. Um, his draft, his draft uh, round will probably stay the same. Um, I don't think people thought that much in general thought that much more highly of him in. Uh, Baltimore than they will here in San Francisco but I think from a fantasy standpoint he's going to be far worse than he was last year yep um anyone else that you want to touch on on the Niners I mean avoid 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 their defense right yeah it's yeah and it's it's too bad because they used to be such a great defense um they lost what uh is Bowman still there uh, Patrick yes. Willis retired believe, one of them one Bowman of them retired didn't they? there um, what Willis is gone yeah, uh, they lost um, 
Chris Borland, is that his name? The young guy who actually yeah. showed a lot of talent last year. Crazy. Um, yeah. Um, Alden Smith is still there. He's still got it, but he needs to be healthy. He needs to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Uh, stay out of trouble, man. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I'll say this. I don't think that the Niners defense is going to be as horrendous as everyone is saying, but I think at most they're, you know, mediocre now. I mean, they're not a team that you're going to use to start, except on weeks where they're playing against, like, I don't know. You Jacksonville. Know. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> Although, I mean, Jacksonville has, has a high potential offense. We'll talk about them later, but. Yeah, I'm, you know. I, I don't buy into the uh, Allen Robinson hype quite as but much potential. as some others. There's a lot of potential sure, there. Sure, sure. I won't argue yeah. with that. All right. Um, anything else on the 49ers? Dan, you you have anything you want to say? No. No. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said about the 49ers. <laughs> have we spent far too much time it, on the Niners for I'm you? I'm actually shocked that you guys spent this much time on the Niners. It's a lot easier to talk about how bad people are than it is to talk about, you know, you know, it's easy to gloss over like a top 10 receiver and be like, yeah, he's going to be good. What do you want us to talk about here? No, that's a that's a really good point, and I and half of fantasy is knowing, you know, a good re, a good portion of fantasy is knowing why to take guys, but an equally important side is why not to take guys, and there's there's my insight for the day. Yeah, and I just want to point out that Torrey Smith is still being drafted as a wide receiver three, and that you know if if your league mates still if if he's if your league mates still think that, uh, you know, don't worry about ADP, don't be don't be afraid to pass on someone. You know, even if they're ranked higher on on whatever site that you use as their you know next on the list, I I will skip guys all the time because I I think it's crazy how high or low they are. Absolutely, use us as a guide. Use us as your sensei to guide you through the the uh, the baloney of this uh, of this average draft position. A yeah, lot of Lose that gets wants you on. to use him. All right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. I think that uh, that wraps up this episode of Quick Snaps dirty and uh you know next time we're going to talk about the arizona cardinals uh as always thanks for joining us uh you know you can shoot us questions on twitter i am at ffa underscore m-e-n-g and i'm at ffa underscore los don't forget to like us on the facebook follow us on twitter send us your questions and hashtag them hashtag ffaqs get it fantasy football added questions but it's also fantasy frequently asked questions i wasn't sure if anybody got it <laughs> that's until so witty now. thanks thanks for uh, pointing that out well i thought it was pretty good but you know i don't know all right that's all we got for you this week take care guys thanks addicts mama is treating me to breakfast yep let me see your phone huh look here i download this mcdonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak egg and cheese bagel you get one free wait you just bought that on my phone that's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs, and by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, or easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit alz.org to join the fight.